0: I V M. Welcome to Absolutely Right. I am your host Aditi Surana. Today's topic, insecurity is driving me crazy, is slightly tough to talk about, and definitely tougher to deal with. But I believe you're listening to this episode because you are as committed as I am to go beyond your own limitations. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's still doable. It won't be a cakewalk, I agree. However, with correct tools and dedicated actions, we can move mountains. Let me take a moment to set the context. Before we start fixing it, I would like you to know the meaning and causes of insecurity. We will talk about how does self-doubt and emotional baggage take over and for really effective ways of dealing with insecurity. A best-selling author and podcaster, Tim Ferriss, once said, If you are insecure, guess what? The rest of the world is too. Do not overestimate the competition and underestimate yourself. You are better than you think. I agree with him. I remember my first public speaking course. I think I was 14 or 15. I had spoken in front of my class many times but never addressed a room full of strangers. My dull Carnegie kind of a trainer looked at us, a bunch of sheepish people who were trying to avoid any possible eye contact with anyone. He understood our fear and insecurity. He said, I know you all are scared, it's your first day after all. But let me tell you a secret. You may think that you are talking to this large audience and they will laugh at you if you make a mistake. But... Let me tell you, nobody is listening. Those who will speak after you are worried about what they will be speaking about. And those who have completed their speech will be thinking how poorly they did. So technically, no one is listening other than me. And I promise you, I won't judge you no matter what you do on the stage. We are not very far from this example. We keep meeting people troubled by their own insecurities. People trapped in their own bubbles. I personally speak with 7,200 people a month. At least 70% of those people are fighting their battle with insecurity around different things. Money, relationship, career, future, health. A German psychologist and author Erich Fromm wrote, The task we set for ourselves is not to feel secure, but to be able to tolerate insecurity. So the point is, let's not resist insecurity or try to get rid of it right away. What if we change the goal here? What if we find efficient ways to live with our insecurity without letting it infect us? <laughs> Sounds like coronavirus. Yes, it is. I don't know about corona, but I know, I have seen personally insecurities getting bored and diminished in their power when they do not have any active control over us. What happens when we feel insecure? About that meeting, about that one phone call, about that one conversation you are dreading to have with your girlfriend. In the moment of insecurity, we let our emotions take over. When that happens, our pre-established logic, strategy, reputation, everything goes for a toss. We build stories that are colored in panic and insecurity. These stories are not real, but they are real for us. Oh my god, I'm not good enough. I knew I shouldn't have tried. I'm going to let my father down. Damn, who asked you to pretend and be a superhero? You know you don't belong here. I think I pissed him off. What if I lose him forever? I love her. I, I love her. I can't let her go. Uh, what if, what would I do without her? Insecurity sounds like this in our head. Many of you asked me on Instagram, why do we experience these insecure emotions in our career, relationship and even in life in general? These are the two main causes. First, low self-worth. Traditionally, we equate self-worth with some external factors like our physical appearance, achievements, influence and possessions. However, the sense of self-worth is built by external and, more importantly, internal factors like your opinion of your own self, your ability to bounce back when you fail, and how valued you feel around your significant people. Your parents, friends, teachers, lovers, spouses, kids, team members. People with low self-worth can fall into an unending loop of self-doubt. They keep trying to live up to other people's ideas of their life. Unknowingly, they start projecting these doubtful emotions, thoughts and behaviors on everyone and everything around them, creating stories that are filled with irrational thoughts and worries. One of the ways in which graphology, that is the study of handwriting analysis, depicts low self-worth is by observing the letter I. Not any I, but what we graphologists call personal pronounced I. The capital I when you write I am or I was, referring to yourself. If you write that self-referral I in smaller case instead of capital, then it shows low self-worth. 2. Emotional baggage from the past I often say this. Personality is a sum total of where all we have been. Have you seen a travel bag with loads of stickers on it? I feel amused to see those travelers who put stickers of every destination they have visited on their travel bag. We all behave like those travel bags. We carry emotional stickers of our past travels in our present and future experiences. We keep coloring our future in the shades of our past. So here are my four tools to deal with insecurity. If you are new to this podcast, then let me fill you in. Every Friday, we create a fun sheet with the episode. A worksheet that you can download from my website, aditisurana.com podcast. Print this Friday fun sheet if you can, or use it as a reference while listening to these practical and applicable tools. Make notes, write personal experiences, scribble, doodle, You'll be surprised to see how this small additional step of using a fun sheet will help you internalize all these lessons a lot more. Tool number one. Observe the story you tell yourself. Every insecure thought pattern has its own story. You mostly go down the same rabbit hole again and again. Note that story. I would recommend that pick a notebook and journal. Answer the question... What do I tell myself when I feel insecure? Write everything that comes to your mind without editing it. Just go for it. Tool number two investigate. The Dalai Lama said a lack of transparency results in distrust and a deep sense of insecurity. Insecurity is like a headless chicken. It ought to behave irrationally. People who learn to live with insecurities without letting it overpower them, have also learned to rewrite their panic stories while they're happening. They say, wait a minute, what is actually going on here? I know I wanted to win over the situation, but it is not happening. What do I require to do now? What information am I missing here? I'm sure you have done that too. Describe two memories where you chose to investigate instead of feeling scared or irrational. Tool 3. False Identification Some of you might reject this point completely. But wait, hear me out. You are your body, mind, success, failure, work, relationship, marriage. And yet, you are not anyone of it. For example, you are responsible for your car, but you are not your car. Similarly, you are responsible for your work, but you are not your work. The root of insecurity is that we start identifying with everything personally. Praise, appreciation, rewards for your work or body becomes remarks about you. Same goes with criticism, ridicule, failure. We start false identifying with it all. Imagine tomorrow, I mean uh, after the lockdown, you decide to act in a children's play. You wear a lion's costume. You enjoy walking around and scaring some toddlers. But it would be a tragedy if you start believing that you are a lion. Or that you can't live without your costume. Or what if no one values me without my costume? What will I do? It may seem funny, but that's exactly how we behave when it comes to our false identification. Take a moment to write five incidences where you are attached to your false identification And felt insecure about losing it. Tool number four. Say thank you when you receive a gift. Your insecurity may sound and behave like a hysterical mother trying to protect her child. But this mother is going ballistic and crazy because she cares deeply. Your critical, doubtful, demeaning, insecurity story is also trying to do the same. And if you observe closely, you will realize it's a gift. A tough one to appreciate, but still a gift. Next time when you get caught up in your own thoughts, don't try to escape or resist it. This makes the matter worse. For a change, talk to your inner voice. Say, thank you. Thank you for trying to protect me. I hear you. I'm not dismissing you. I have thought about the consequences and I still need to jump in anyways. Write three current areas where your insecurities are driving you crazy. Also physically handwrite a thank you note. Physically handwriting activates a different type of muscle memory. The mere act of writing on paper starts relaxing your mind. Just nodding is not enough. Pull out a notepad and write. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. I would like to know what were your takeaways from today's episode. What small action will you be taking to improve something in your life? Write to me on my Instagram account at Aditi Surana. Next week, I will be interviewing IBM podcaster Dhananjay Chak, popularly known as DJ. He is a co-host of India's number one cricket podcast, Edges and Sledges. Let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing! I hope you enjoyed that show. We'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Paytm Money. While we're still going through lockdown, let me recommend a few quick shows for you to listen to. Check out Uncle Please said with Joel and Tushar. Really enjoy that show. They unpack some of the greater issues that we're facing, and I think you'll enjoy that. Also, do check out The Traveling Professor. That's a fun show that I think you're really going to enjoy as well. Fulya Bazi is a great show. It's a Hindi show about policy and things like that. They had a great episode last week. A close friend of mine from college, Joy Paul was the guest. They talk about different social networks being used for different things. Very cool show. And uh, last week, let me tell you about Simplified. Simplified I did a live episode last week and uh, we're making the first part of that available on their feed right now. So do definitely check that out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Thanks and please do keep listening. Entertainment is like food for the brain. It's a window to culture and a great way to understand the world around us. The internet has changed what it means to be an entertainer, creating new storytellers with millions of fans. It has spawned a new breed, The story sellers, those behind the scenes creating the business for this ecosystem. They work with brands, platforms and channels who are keen to capitalize on an audience hungrier than ever for more stories. I am Vineet Kanabar and I have a ringside view to how stories are told and sold. On my show, I bring you creators, artists, executives and marketers for a freewheeling conversation around the business of entertainment. Tune in to storytellers and storysellers for personal stories, analysis and criticism every Thursdays as I talk to the brightest minds telling or selling great stories today.